Welcome to a sorta Star Wars podcast, the podcast where I explore the depths of Star Wars, as well as parenting, food, tech, shows, movies, things, and stuff. This is episode 013. I am your host, Riot, and today we'll be discussing what we're watching on Netflix, our feelings on Marvel movies, where are all the good female superhero movies, and some exciting new updates on Star Wars Episode 9. But before we get into that, I do have to give a quick disclaimer out there, and I hope you all can find it in your hearts to forgive me for this, but later on in the episode, when we are discussing our favorite Netflix shows currently, I keep referring to a show as The Great British Bake Off, when in actuality it's called The Great British Baking Show. I know it's unforgivable, but please just excuse my ignorance. I did not feel like re-recording the whole thing, and I am very embarrassed, so I hope you can forgive me. But anyways, let's get on with the show, so strap in. Here we go. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm your host, Riot, and this is episode 013, and this week I am joined by none other than molly hi molly hello good evening good evening to you as well (laughs) how are you doing uh fair once again in normal fashion we decided to record at 11 o'clock at night so (laughs) right (laughs) so a little tired like always (laughs) but that's good that's that's when when we're our funniest though right exactly we start to lose the seriousness of the day and we can really focus on what's important Exactly. Exactly. So I wanted to bring you on this week to talk about some things. Um, I do follow you on Twitter. So one of your, well, one of your many cult following. <laughs> yes. And I have a I big s- cult following. <laughs> <laughs> it's like total 20. Oh, wow. It's a big deal. And I'm one of those. It's just hard yes. to believe. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's a real honor. Who Who is um, your favorite follower on twitter <laughs> you, have you. Soli- you have any okay good good <laughs> i don't think anybody follows me that's like not just somebody i know oh really or like somebody random like some random people i have no idea who they are follow me right because of like bachelorette or bachelor <laughs> stuff i feel like that's when i get new followers but do you you don't, you don't have any like what? semi-celebrity people that follow you? Like, I don't you have know that if person they that's follow like, me. Oh, I was gonna say you have like that person that like you follow, and then like two days later it says so and so followed your back, and you're like, oh my word, I'm like gonna be famous now, and then nothing ever happens. So much, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I got I I really have 52 followers. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I did have a hockey player, professional hockey player, follow me. Without and you I following didn't follow him. him. Wow. Yes. Yes. That's, that's pretty intense. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought, go Molly, go Molly. <laughs> um, let's see, let's see I, I got a, I got a Tom Sweeney here. I don't. Tom Sweeney. Tom. I don't. Tom I don't Sweeney that is. is. Is that like? But a, he lives in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Oh really? For State Farm. Yeah. Shout out Tom Sweeney. <laughs> The real, the real, the real test is how many people are you following? A hundred and five. Oh my goodness! See your, yeah, your followers have to be more than how many you're following. So I 
know. I, I had to unfollow a bunch of people that I actually really wanted to know <laughs> what was going on. So, so I could make my numbers the right way. <laughs> um, I have I'm um, now looking through. I, I've reached the end. I have, I have nobody. I have, oh, wait. I have 111 followers. Um, and actually, do you know who Ben Bailey is? No. He's the guy the that does cash familiar, cab. But... Oh, guy... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he just followed me, like, randomly. Like, like I oh. liked him as a stand-up comedian, but I didn't even know that he was on Twitter. Um, I watched his stand-up on Netflix a while ago, and I thought it was hilarious, but I never looked him up on Twitter or followed him or anything. Then all of a sudden, he just followed mm-hmm. me out of nowhere, and I'm looking through my tweets, thinking, like, okay, what did I say or hashtag that he would have been like, oh, I should follow this guy? But I couldn't find anything, but I followed him back to make him feel good. Well, there you go. There you go. So if you scroll down, do you have any blue check marks in your followers? <laughs> no. How many blue check marks do you have? In my followers, I have zero. I have not a single blue check mark. Nobody wants to follow Molly. <laughs> I try really hard. I at people a lot. Yeah, I know. And they always just like. They never just, they're not like, oh, I should follow this person. They don't even like my stuff. Oh, man. Molly, I'm so sorry. It's fine. I just don't know how you, like, get there, you know? Like, I got a lot of blue check marks in the following section. (laughs) (laughs) Does that count? That's that's not quite as impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Like, a lot, a lot. Like, that's mainly the only people I follow (laughs) are blue check mark people. Not blue check mark, not following. Yeah. That's what Twitter's good for. Yeah. So, talking about Netflix. <laughs> yes, good transition. <laughs> um, I we just finished a show on Netflix called The Crown. Have you heard of the show? Ah, oh, yes. It is about none other than Her Royal Majesty the Queen Elizabeth. The Queen Elizabeth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and have you watched it at all? Like the first three episodes, I really liked it, but didn't get very far. Why did you stop watching it? Um, because at that time I was also watching a show called Rain. So then I watched that instead of Crown, thinking I'd go back to Crown. But anyways, I never did. Yeah. Well, yes, it is a good show. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Melody watched through the whole two seasons um and then convinced me to watch through them with her again so she watched through them twice um but oh my goodness i just felt like it would never end i could not believe there's only like between both seasons there's only like 22 episodes or something between (laughs) both seasons and it's a netflix original so Mm -hmm. it's longer than like a normal show would be like 45 minutes so this is closer to an hour long But so each episode is longer, but it still felt so long. (laughs) And I guess it was just because it's kind of a slow moving show, I guess. I mean, it's very heavy on the drama. Um, Right. It's hard to know how much of it was manufactured for the show and how much of it was real life. Um, Melody did some research and she seems to think that um, or she found out that a lot of it um follows real life pretty closely um but that's cool yeah i guess 
I don't know if their lives were really that exciting, but they just thought that they should make a show about Queen Elizabeth. So they kind of tried to find the most exciting parts. Um, But yeah, it just was like a really hard show for me to stay wanting to watch because it was so slow. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of felt that in the first couple of episodes. It seemed like it was slow moving. But yeah. But maybe there really wasn't that much to... uh, I mean, Melody really liked it. So what am I, you know, here I am on a Star Wars, a sort of Star Wars podcast (laughs) talking about the crown. So that kind of tells you I'm, I might be out of my element when I'm watching a show like the crown, but I mean, overall it was pretty, it was interesting to see because you know that this stuff, you know, it's historical and it's, Mm -hmm. it's cool to know that this stuff actually happened. Um, Because I think if it was a made-up story, it would have been a lot more interesting. So, (laughs) right, right, yes. Um, another show that we started watching. Um, we were at someone's house staying overnight, and uh, we were away for the weekend, and we stayed over at this our friend's house. So they were watching a show called The Great British Bake Off. Have you ever have you heard of this? Um, I watch a show called The Graham Norton Show. Okay. And Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake were like freaking out about this show, but I've never actually watched it. The Graham Norton Show. Is that the, the one Graham Norton he, Show? He has them on and they like drink the whole time and yes, the, yes, yes. Okay. It's the funniest <laughs> show. Did you like it? I we I did really like it actually. Um, I don't it's know funny. if it's just their accents alone that make the show so much better (laughs) like there are like tons of cooking shows out there you know what i mean um yeah but something about this one uh makes it more enjoyable for me to watch because the other ones i don't really like watching too much um yeah it's still really weird though because it's like i like food and i feel like i like a pretty wide variety of food but the stuff that they make on these cooking shows it's like I would never eat that. Like that. That's yeah, just like, they're always kind of weird. It's just like <laughs> it's such a weird combination. And maybe if I ate it, I'm like, oh, well, that tastes amazing. But it's like, right? They're gonna put like cranberries and coriander and peanut butter, <laughs> and it's just like they like mix weird stuff together. And to me, yeah. I would like that doesn't sound good together. But I don't know. The judges usually seem to like it. So yeah, I agree with you. It always sounds kind of weird. But yeah, that one. So anyways, so we saw that show and then um, we when we finished The Crown, we've been looking for a new show and we kind of just resorted to watching uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, um, oh, which so good. It is. It is so good. But it's kind of just <laughs> like a, a whatever show. It's like, well, I got 25 minutes to kill here. What should I watch? And you watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and you get a good yeah. laugh out of it. And then that's it. You're not really invested in the show too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we were looking for a show that we could like get into and um, then we found that Netflix has the greatest British bake-off. That's so awesome. We were excited about it so we could start over at season one and watch it from the get-go. So in in that show, they have like a lot of ones that I see on Netflix um, or that Mel has watched uh, there. It's like one episode is like the whole challenge, right? So it's like, I don't know. The ones that I watched, anyways, I'm sure there's some out there that aren't like this, but the ones that I watched, there's like three contestants and like 
they have to each do something, you know, like three challenges. And at the end of the episode, somebody is the winner and the other two leave. You know what I mean? Something like that. Right. But in this one, it's like over, they start with 12 people and each episode, oh, wow. one person is eliminated. So I'm assuming, uh, I haven't looked through, but I'm assuming the whole season is like one group going through. Huh. So, but each episode, cool. they have three challenges that they have to do and one person is eliminated, oh, wow. but you know, you're just one person smaller each time. So that's cool. Yeah. You kind of get the feeling that they, you know, get to know each other throughout the experience there. And, um, right. Yeah. Right. It's kind of cool. Cause sometimes people like, cool. they're like in the bottom one episode, you know, and they think they might go home and the next episode they're like, you know, it's a different category. So one time they're baking bread and the next time they're doing something with cake. And so like, it's, they might be really, they might not be good at one thing as they are as at the other. And so, you know, it's, they, yeah, it just changes a lot. So. Right. That's cool. Yeah. That's a neat way to do that. Yeah, I thought so. And plus they have British accents and I feel, I don't know, British humor, I guess is just, I just find it more <laughs> funny than, you know, American humor. I don't know. The stuff that they say, I feel like they're a lot more like yeah. brash in British humor, like sexual innuendos are like, okay to have on TV and stuff yeah. like that more. I don't know. Yeah. It's just like kind of funny. And they're there. a little bit more like blunt, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. that's why i love the graham norton show it's so amazing <laughs> I know. every once in a while so like good. i'll i'll be looking up stuff on youtube and i'll come up i'll come upon these like celebrities who get on the graham norton show and it's by far my favorite mm-hmm. like environment to see them in um, oh yeah it's so funny oh my gosh let's go on yeah um have you been watching anything good on netflix Yes, two shows okay. on Netflix right now. The one is Anne with an E. <laughs> oh, right. I did see you say something about that on Twitter. <laughs> it's so good. So good. So it's just Anne of Green Gables, but an extended version of Anne of Green Gables. So it's so amazing. Um, And the... Gilbert is actually like, I, I like Gilbert in this one as opposed uh, okay. to the originals. Um, um So... You're saying it's pretty much the same story? Like it starts, the beginning of this series starts at the beginning of where the movies started? Right. But like the, they just finished the second season and they're only like halfway through the first movie. So then they kind of like extend out storylines and add in different storylines. And so Hmm. it's just like longer version of the movie. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, I really like it. It's kind of weird to take like something. I mean, I don't know when those movies came out originally. And I don't even know if they were hugely popular when they came out. I kind of assume that they did because I think like everyone seems to know who Anna Green Gables is. Right. But um, it's kind of weird to take something that's like older like that. And somebody must have like had to be like really into Anna Green Gables and like probably wrote like all this like fan fiction and they're like hey we could make this right. into a show or something like that yeah like yeah how do you how does someone come across like oh let's take this movie from like the when was it 80s no. or yeah and let's just do a bunch of stuff um to it i don't know it's just like 
Well, and I'm curious because the books came out in the early 1900s. So I was wondering if like the Anne with an E follows some of the storylines that are in the book that the movie Uh, didn't include. And it wasn't actually, I found this out, it wasn't actually a movie. It was a TV miniseries, which Hmm. I thought was interesting. So just, but just the first movie? Because it's the same, Uh, it's the same Anne through all of the movies, isn't it? Yeah, so there's Anne with an, or Anne of Green Gables, and then there's Anne of Avonlea. Right. And those made up the mini series, if I'm remembering right. Let me think here. Um, Isn't she the school teacher in Anne of Avonlea? Yeah, there's one I can never remember. There's Anne of Green Gables, and then there's one that comes after that. Well, this says. Okay, so I'm on IMDb right now. Uh-huh. And this is Anne of Green Gables. They call it a TV miniseries from 1985 to 1985. Mm-hmm. And then Anne of Avonlea was a TV miniseries from 1987 to 1987. Okay. And then Anne of Green Gables, the continuing story, was oh, a TV miniseries one. from 2000. So there's a 13-year gap between those. Yeah, and that one was terrible. The oh, continuing really? story one was really bad. Yeah, I remember hating that one. But the Anne of Green Gables and the Anne of Avonlea, I liked those too. So those, yeah, those did come out in the 80s, but there was one that came out in 1934. Oh, really? Yeah. It's in black and white. How do you even know that she has red hair? <laughs> <laughs> or green hair or whatever color it is. It's. <laughs> it was red. And then she tried to dye it black and then tried to undye it black so it became green. They had that storyline, which I liked because then they had to, like, cut off her hair. And then there's, like, several episodes where she has really short hair. Oh, really? Um, Yeah. But in the movie, that doesn't really happen. No. Right. So there's, like, a lot of, like, fun things that happen, um, like, in this. So it would be interesting to know how well it follows the books yeah. as opposed to – and it's a little bit darker of a story – um like it's not dark but it shows like her like the kind of the cruelness of what it meant to be an orphan back uh, in yeah uh whatever time it was set in 18 something yeah, um, we'll, we'll go with that 18 something i mean they <laughs> didn't have any cars so i'm not really sure like when it was set in but yeah, um say here Oh, set in 1876 to 1881. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. So it kind of showed the harshness of that. Um, Wait a minute. Wait a minute here. I'm just sorry to interrupt, but I'm just reading this on IMDb. And are Matthew and Marilla brother and sister? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) That's news to me. Maybe I yeah. maybe I knew that at one point, but I don't know how many years yeah. it's been since I've seen the movies. I just read this little post here by someone on IMDb. It says, in the early 1900s, elderly Matthew Cuthbert, Cuthbert, Cuthbert. and his spinster sister, Marilla Cuthbert, yes. live on a farmstead in Avonlea. Yeah. Okay. They Neither of them got married because their parents died and their older brother died. So Marilla had to take care of Matthew. And so that's why she never got married. Uh-oh. And then he has a whole story with this woman, but it never worked out. And Spinster so. is such a weird word. Yeah, but they like, they 
that's the word that they always use because then Anne gets this new teacher and she's a single lady and it's a big deal because she doesn't wear a corset. Oh my god. And so she's a spinster and <laughs> all this stuff. And it's like so what, bad. what at what point in your life do you stop becoming an eligible maiden and start becoming a spinster? Um, you're a spinster while you're in your childbearing years. Oh. And then after that you become an old maid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I found that out from Anne of Green Gables or Anne of and with an E. <laughs> it's like a so. very, I don't know. They like their labels back then, I guess. So They really, really did. Yeah. So it's a really, I really like the show. I think it's pretty good. Um, did you get to the part where he breaks the slate over her head? Yeah. Okay. So she breaks it over his head. And so there's like a whole bunch of memes and like, stuff out there about that scene because like in the movie he calls her carrots and pulls her braid and she oh. like takes her slate and like slams it all over the top of his head and her slate shatters right but in the show in the show he just like he calls her carrots and she's just like stop and she just like smacks him in the face with her slate and it just like <laughs> cracks and everybody's like um that's not how that was supposed to go it was supposed to be broken over his head not right. a slight tap to the face <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny to see how many people got so irritated about that part because it was way underdone in the show well you but can't promote okay. well you can't promote violence like that so i guess so yeah. But at least Gilbert is like kind of cute and I can see why people would like him as opposed to the original Gilbert who I just thought was really weird looking. Yeah. No he offense to whoever played him. <laughs> if he's listening. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure he's listening. <laughs> what is this obscure podcast that's talking about Anne with an E? <laughs> I want to see if I'm mentioned in it. <laughs> um and then the other show that I'm watching is called The Night Shift. How do you, which I really like. How do you spell night shift? Uh, N-I-G-H-T. Uh-oh. Not like... S-H-I-F-T. K-N-I-G-H-T. It's not about, it's not about like, Knights of the Round Table or anything. <laughs> no, it's not. No. It's just about, um, people that work in an ER, and they work the night shift. Oh. And it's just, it's interesting. Doctors and nurses and surgeons, and it's much better than Grey's Anatomy, because, let's be real, <laughs> Grey's Anatomy was dumb. Hey now, but hey now. I know. Sorry, sorry. Big fan. I, I watched 14 seasons of it. I liked Grey's Anatomy until everybody started dying all the time, and they Grey's all Anatomy. would end up in the one place that blew up, and it was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't do yeah. this anymore. Grey's Anatomy was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, those people have <laughs> yeah. the worst luck in the world. <laughs> I know. So the night shift is more about the cases than it is about the drama in the hospital. Although okay. there is drama in the hospital, but it's a good mix between House and Grey's Anatomy, mm. I would say. I forgot about House. House is so good. Yes. So it has some of those like weird things that happen, but not like totally obscure like in House where it's like always something that's never right. heard of. Right. So, yeah, those are the two I'm watching on Netflix. They're pretty good. Maybe I'll have to try night shift out. Yeah, that's not like the it. one. That's not the one that has uh, Logan from uh, Gilmore Girls in it, is it? Or no, yeah. that's the resident. The resident. Yeah, that's the one? resident. Yeah. Yep, with the girl from Revenge. Yeah. Yep. I haven't watched that at all. Is it a sequel to Revenge or 
totally different story. <laughs> it's a different story. Because if I was it's Logan like, from Gilmore Girls and I saw the girl from Revenge come on my in my hospital, I might think something's up. I think though that it is like a mashup. You really? know? So it is Logan and it is Emily <laughs> together. It's just them trying to move on from their dramatic could, lives. Could be. Could be. Logan talks too fast. She talks too slow. <laughs> it's a big mess. <laughs> well, Logan talks too fast from talking to Rory for so many years. Yes. Seriously. Yeah. Can't keep up. I actually had a friend um, who just started getting into the Gilmore Girls series. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure why. I haven't talked to her about it yet, but I just found out um, from her husband. Um, he told me that she never binge watches anything and all of a sudden she started binge watching gilmore girls so huh. <laughs> it's like like 20 well, years later but it is such <laughs> i a don't good think show. i could binge watch gilmore girls oh yeah once Ugh. they once you start watching it over and over and over and over and over there it doesn't sound like they're talking that fast you kind of just get used to it it's not even that i just think rory is annoying <laughs> yeah she kind of is annoying but you need that kind of annoyance in a show or else people won't care about it i guess so i just get annoyed because she's like oh my word all these boys love me what am i gonna do i'm so pretty all i want to do is study and get good grades and these boys just keep trying to kiss my face (laughs) life is so hard i'm so pretty and smart (sighs) yeah um so so that's netflix that's yeah that's what we're watching on netflix i think we should probably add hashtag ad yeah Why like whatever the celebrities like do an ad on instagram uh, like i think we should get paid for this <laughs> so that's why you should get netflix right now <laughs> sign up for your free trial at netflix.com slash sort of star wars podcast yeah swipe up <laughs> click here to subscribe <laughs> click here to shoot lasers out of my fingers um uh. So yeah, that's pretty cool, Molly. Really cool. Yeah, cool. Thank cool, you. Cool, cool, cool. Thanks, cool. So transitioning here. <laughs> Our transitions are always so smooth. <laughs> so smooth. Um, <laughs> you need to get actual ads because that's how Caitlin Bristow always makes her transitions. Is that all of a sudden she's talking about a chocolate bar, and then you know oh. comes back and she's moved on to a different topic. Yeah, like I don't. Nobody really wants to be on my wants to advertise on my <laughs> podcast yet. I don't think. Um, All right. So anyways. no, yeah. So talking about Netflix, like we've been doing, uh, the movie <laughs> Thor is on Netflix. Ragnarok. Yes. Um, yes. And you have not been a fan of Marvel movies in the past, but am I correct in thinking and understanding <laughs> that this movie has changed your opinion somewhat? somewhat it has yes well i think i think that's a good move mentally well dr strange then set me back probably a couple a couple paces but i'm still hanging on thor thor took you up how many spaces (laughs) maybe like 10 (laughs) and dr strange brought you back how much probably like six oh my goodness so i've advanced four (laughs) and where did you start (laughs) negative two Uh, so you're at positive two now yeah so so you're in the positive so that's good yeah yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> no, no Thor- I mean, I loved, I loved Thor Ragnarok. I thought it was so good. Yeah, I mean, it was to me, it was um, a lot different. I thought than a lot of the other Marvel movies. Oh, for sure. I feel mm-hmm. like I mean, the um, Iron Man's were probably the most funny. I guess out of the Marvel movies, um, the other ones were kind of too serious. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, there was Spider-Man Homecoming, um, which I actually didn't see yet, but uh, I know the Spider-Man character in the other movies was pretty funny. So I imagine that movie was pretty funny too. Yes. But yeah. I just did not expect Ragnarok to be as funny as it was. Yeah. I couldn't believe how now much let me tell I was you. laughing. Yeah. Tell me. I'll let you. Before before I saw Spider-Man Homecoming, I was at a negative six. Oh, so, see? Yeah. So that yeah. took you up plus four. Right. But Ragnarok took so, you up plus... Ten. Ten. So yeah. you, you liked Ragnarok six units more, <laughs> <laughs> more than Spider-Man. Yes, whatever those units are. <laughs> that's what I like. No, I mean, you're right. I just, I felt like I was laughing the whole time and it wasn't like so serious and. Yeah. Even though like Thor is like one of the like most serious kind of characters, you know, he's like from like. Right. Whatever time that is. Roman times. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever. Sure. Whenever they had gods and whatever. (laughs) I mean, it's not really that kind of time, but it's like he's in such a serious culture. You know what I mean? Right. And. Yeah. And then to see him in these roles where a lot of times, um, or in these positions where a lot of times he's not even trying to be funny, but it's actually, like, hilarious. Right. Like, just the opening sequence of him. <laughs> like, he's talking and you're like, who is he talking to? And then it's like the skeleton. <laughs> and then he, like, falls down and he's, like, talking to the big fiery guy. Yeah. And then he, like, turns around and he's like, just just wait a second. Just wait. Just wait. And he has to, like, turn so he can face him again. Like, that whole thing is just so funny. And from the start <laughs> when he's i like the part so uh he's going to see dr strange and mm-hmm. um what is he i forget he left his hammer somewhere or something and he's like standing there <laughs> and he reaches his hand out and waits for his hammer to get to his hand but like is breaking yeah. through all these walls and furniture <laughs> and everything in dr strange's house <laughs> and he's standing there for like 30 seconds waiting for his hammer yeah. to break through everything so he can have it yeah, yeah it's just stuff one. like that that like you don't expect and um yeah i just expect him to be a real serious character um, yeah but oh uh, and not. the and the man made of rocks just yeah i want a whole movie about <laughs> the man made of rocks yeah we need um what is his name i'm gonna look i'm gonna look it up right now Korg. Korg. what does he keep calling him doug <laughs> that's yeah. what doug said <laughs> goodbye new doug <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh <laughs> um yeah what we need is a korg a marvel story because i need to yes. see more of korg oh man a whole movie with just him would be so marvelous yeah marvelous yeah so in thinking about um superheroes and superhero movies you had said something earlier on Twitter about there needs to be a Black Widow movie, right? Mm, absolutely. And yeah, if you yeah. think about it, um, what characters haven't gotten their own movie? You know what I mean? I feel like Hulk most guy. of them have. Um, 
Yeah, Hawkeye didn't. It's but Hawkeye and Black Widow, I think. Yeah. And I don't know why that is. I don't either. I don't know why they made a Doctor Strange before Black Widow. She was like a part of the original Avengers and Yeah, um, I think I think it's because Doctor Strange has such a big role in Infinity War. Oh, right. I haven't seen that, so I don't yeah. know yet. So, I mean, um, Black Widow, I mean, has a pretty, I mean, a, a main role in it too, but I would say not quite as much as Doctor Strange. So, I don't know if gotcha. that's why they wanted to get there. And Black Widow is kind of an easier character to just, like, throw in there, you know? Right. That's She's true. She's good at karate and she was trained by Russians or something like that. And, right. you know, you can kind of just like, oh, okay, so she's really good at combat. That's her thing. But you sit, throw someone yeah. in, in, like, Doctor Strange who can, like, travel through time and make other people travel through time and right. might need, need a little more explanation. Right. Although I was watching, um, I was watching back, which one is it? Um, oh, man. Age of Ultron. Yeah. Because I heard that that one was important for understanding Infinity War. And I, for the longest time, thought that Ultron and Vision were the same person. So uh, I knew I needed to watch the movie again. Right, right. <laughs> um, so then I was watching that and it kind of shows a little bit of her backstory ever so slightly. Yeah. Of her being like in the ballet and then her final test is like killing somebody. Right, right. And I was like, man, I really want to like see more of this. I want to know what her life was like. Yeah, and it's. I don't think that they're going to do anything. Like they're kind of like done. Well, I don't know exactly, but I, I from what I've heard, and I don't follow Marvel stuff too close. But over the last ten years, they've put out these nineteen movies, and they all were leading up to like this next movie, Captain Marvel or whatever. Um, I mean, oh, yeah. Infinity War, and then Captain Marvel, and it was kind of. I got the feeling that they were kind of like done with these characters then after that. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's kind of the feeling that I was getting. So I don't know if they're going to keep going with these characters and do a story about her. Um, But yeah, I would love to see a story about her because she kind of gets forgotten. I feel like um, make three movies about Iron Man and you can't make one about Black Widow. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I agree. Yeah. Hawkeye, you kind of get a little bit too. I mean, you, they tell you that like, He's the only one that has a family that we know of, I think, right? Yes. Yes. Because you see that in the the one that I was just talking about. Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. You see his, you meet his family. Yeah. So it makes yeah. sense that he wouldn't be in some of the movies, even though he is in most of them. Yeah. But there's a really funny YouTube video. Um, of Hawkeye singing he's like playing the piano and um, he says Hawkeye has powers too I think is the name of the song <laughs> and it's it's really funny because you know he gets a lot of flack I think for you know just being Legolas but you know on right. the Marvel team um, or on the Avengers team and yeah um, so the whole song that he writes and sings is about <laughs> how he how Hawkeye has powers too um, that's awesome yeah it's really funny so go look it up on YouTube I'll have to look it up. Um, so anyways. So the there's no Black Widow movie, um, but there are some other superhero, some female superhero movies. Um, yeah. But they're pretty much all 
garbage except for wonder woman <laughs> except for wonder woman which i haven't seen <laughs> but, the but rest i but i know that i know that one's good um because of everybody's yeah. reviews i haven't seen it yet and i need to and i want to um so good but i was trying to think before we talked to you, i was trying to think of other superhero movies or female superhero movies that were any good and yeah it's i can't think of any i mean there's um the Catwoman movie with Halle Berry and of course that one wasn't good um yes there's the Supergirl show which I haven't watched but I've heard was no good um there's Jessica Jones on Netflix the show have you watched that I have never watched it no I watched the first season of that was there a second I feel like there's a second season out now but I watched the first season and I did like it but it's not I wouldn't say it's a superhero show really um it's kind of like um, the Punisher, kind of. If you've ever seen that, it's like they they have powers and they mostly do good, but they're kind of like people who are torn about: are they heroes or are they not? They're just trying to gotcha. survive and um, get rid of the demons and ghosts of their past that keep haunting right. them. Right. So, um, gotcha. I wouldn't really consider that a superhero, but I couldn't really think of any other. What are even other? superhero female superhero movies electra oh yeah. i actually didn't mind electra i, I thought one. that one was okay yeah because she was a pretty awesome character in daredevil oh i didn't see her in dare i didn't ever watch daredevil but i liked her in electra a lot like you're talking about um, jennifer jennifer garner yeah yeah well she was yeah she played electra yeah. in the daredevil with ben affleck the one that came out like years ago. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I never saw that oh. one though. Oh, okay. So, but I did like Electra. Um, I'm trying to think like just superhero movies. I don't think there's any like just, you know, yeah. bad girl or anything like that. Yeah. I feel oh, like they... the bionic woman. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know what that is. But I feel like they just get a lot but... of like supporting or side roles in movies yeah you know what i mean um yeah kind of like black widow how she she's always there in the movies but she doesn't get her own movie right uh who else was i thinking of um i mean i just lost it anyways so we need more female superhero movies oh oh, oh yeah i was gonna say um my favorite part of the batman vs superman dawn of justice movie <sighs> was when wonder woman came on the scene so and her theme song is amazing. Oh, I wouldn't even know what that song was. Uh, well, it's the song they play when she comes into that movie, and it's like I don't know, it just gets you so jazzed, <laughs> so good. I'll have to check it out because yeah, yeah, I actually quite enjoy just listening to like musical songs like that. I think yeah, I think the guy at work good... gets pretty annoyed with me because I have like this like um, classic. What I, oh epic soundtrack playlists that has like <laughs> jurassic park and avatar and star wars uh just all these good you know kind of classical kind of or whatever kind of songs and yeah. i think he gets tired of listening to that after a while <laughs> he just what are you Let's listening see. to <laughs> <laughs> just like that it sounds but it just like how i imagine him <laughs> In his defense, I do listen to some kind of weird stuff sometimes. Um, Spotify thinks that I like stuff that I kind of like, but other people really don't like. So, yeah. 
Okay, so we want... Are you listening, Marvel? We want more su- female superhero movies. Yes. I'm surprised it's not happening with Disney buying Marvel. So It might. Yeah. I keep seeing things about a Black Widow movie, so one can dream. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't mind a movie about the twins either. Yeah. Well, it, you mean it'd have to be like pre. Right. Age of yes. Ultron. Spoiler alert. (laughs) I'm just going to say spoiler alert anytime I say any plot in any movie or book. But you always say it after, so it doesn't really help. That's because it's not really a spoiler anymore. No, it's not. I don't think so. But yeah, I mean, I think they're pretty interesting and she would be interesting just to see. She has a pretty cool power. Yeah. Who knew that... uh, the girls from what is that movie going down under <laughs> would have a sister that had such good powers what are you talking about don't you know who that girl is no the girl the twin girl is Mary and ashley's sister no yes no you didn't know okay, that age i had no idea well she doesn't even look like them. If you learned one thing on today's episode, it's that. <laughs> they were in a movie. Oh, they. Sorry. Elizabeth Olsen and Tom Hiddleston were in a movie together. And they're all cozy together. Mm. I don't know who Tom Hiddleston is. It's called. But... Oh, it's Loki. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's my fave. Anyways, we won't get into Loki because I could talk all day. <laughs> Yeah, well, let's not do that then. <laughs> no. Well, let's let's get into some Star Wars. So okay, great. We're at like the 40-minute, 40 50-minute 40, mark somewhere in there. So. Yeah, but there's a whole bunch of nonsense in there too. So Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about some Star Wars stuff. How about? Okay, great. So um, just a couple like updates here in the Star Wars universe. Um, they have... There's rumors going around that Billy D. Williams, who was in the original movies as Lando Calrissian, will be coming back for episode nine. And there's a lot of people with mixed feelings about this. Um, mostly because in every, every, almost every character who has come back from the original trilogy has been killed off. <laughs> so people don't want Lando to come back just to be killed off again. Do you think... Right. Do you think Disney will do that? I don't think so. I wonder if they'll bring Lando back so that he can claim Leia like he always wanted to. <laughs> claim her? Like she's a thing to be yeah. had? Oh, come on. <laughs> um, no, I, I feel like they won't kill him off if they bring him back. Like For one episode, that seems silly and a waste of money. Well, that's what they did with uh, Han Solo. They brought him back well, and killed him in the same though. episode. Yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> um, if they had brought Lando back in the first like reboot, right? That would be one thing, but not the last one. And I feel like uh, Lando is a minor enough character that I mean, he he's a major character, but he's not like a main main character. I would say. Um, not part of the legacy cast 
as some might call right. them. Um, and so it's it's okay for him to come into the scene and then find an easy excuse to leave because that's kind of what he did, like in his in other movies. You know, it's kind of like I'm in, but I don't really stand on a good side or bad side. I'm just, you know, I'm helping you guys now, and right. I'll help someone else later. And so right. he could have been doing anything for the last thirty years. So they could easily just bring him in, have him do a quick appearance or you know, whatever, even a hollow and then just like bop out. Right. Right. So, just as like a cameo kind of thing. Kinda, yeah. And it's just uh buzz maybe to get people staying in interested in episode nine. Right, right. Um yeah, or he's just gonna be in there to as a draw for fans of the original movies to come and see what Lando is going to be doing in in episode nine. Yeah, could be. That'll be interesting to see what happens yeah. with that. I don't want him to. I don't want them to kill him off because I think that wouldn't serve a purpose. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it would be. You're right. It would be a pointless death. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, not in the rumor mill, but I think it's a for sure thing. Carrie Russell is uh, cast in episode nine now. All right. So she is an actress who I think her latest venture was uh, called The Americans, a show called The Americans, where she plays a Russian spy in America. Um, mm-hmm. And I did watch a couple episodes of that and I did like it, but I was involved in too many relationships with shows. So <laughs> I had to you know, cut ties with certain <laughs> ones. So, um, yeah, it's I have a lot of theories of who she might be in this movie. Um, and I've kind of um, heard some other people talk about her things, seen things across the web about it. Um, and I have my favorite ones, my favorite theory and um, some other ones that I think are probably more likely. So um, I think that she could be a good character as uh, Ray's mom, maybe. If they would, uh, if for some reason they would introduce someone as Ray's mom, um, and or Mara Jade. So I don't know if you Ooh. know who Mara Jade is, but isn't that Luke's wife? Right. So, um, yeah. Luke in the expanded universe or Legends. Um, so it's not an actual canon Star Wars in the expanded universe. Um, Luke gets married to a um woman who has force sensitive abilities and used to work for the emperor and then hmm. um she was called the emperor's hand meaning like you know she was she did everything for the emperor um uh-huh. and then luke turns her from the dark side to the light side ends up training her as a jedi and marrying her so she's this character that i think a lot of people have wanted to see in a star wars movie but they never really right. led that way with Luke to make you believe that he was in any sort of relationship with anyone other than his sister. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so I think I thought it would be cool to have her um, be Mara Jade and or Ray's mom. Yeah. As I think it would be cool for her to be Ray's mom. Yeah. As much as I like the idea of Ray's mom being nobody like uh not a force sensitive person because i think that shows that anyone can be force sensitive um i think it would be cool to pair that together but um yeah my 
so I think that's the most believable theory that it's one of those two, those two characters, even more likely Ray's mom. I don't know why they would bring her back in for this episode. Um, but a theory that I heard that I like more is that it could be Ahsoka Tano. Um, because she would still, she could still be alive during this. And I think it would be really cool to have Ahsoka come back into the movies. As in like Anakin's yeah. apprentice? Right, yeah. But see, like the thing with her being either that person or Mara is she's so young. Yeah, I mean, so. In comparison to like Mark Hamill. Yeah, but Mara is the same age as Luke. And Luke just died and he died not even an old man. You know what I mean? I know, but he looked kind of old. Yeah, but I think he's supposed to be like 55 or something like that. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Because he's 20 in the original series. So he's 25 by the end of the original series. And this is 30 years later. So he would be like 55. Okay. So Mara Jade would be like 55. Um, okay, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, Ahsoka would definitely be older. But the species that she is, which is a Togruta, live longer than humans do anyways. So. Oh, well. And, and they someone? age slower. Like... They physically don't have the aging appearance that humans do. So, isn't that the same uh, race as the dancer in Jabba the Hutt? Uh, no, she's a Twi'lek or Twi'lek. Oh, so the both both species have leku, which are like the head tails, oh. but Twi'leks have yeah. two head tails, and Togrudas have three, and they're a little bit different. Togrudas have like spires kind of on there wait where's her third one it's back behind her so she has two yeah. on each shoulder and then one down the back and then what's the other one what's the other race uh twi'lek t-w-i apostrophe l-e-k which is what oh, I see. hera they're the green ones. yeah hera is from rebels yes Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. So I think it would be cool if she came back as Ahsoka. I think Ahsoka is by far my favorite character in all of Star Wars. So I think it would be cool to see her in live action. I think it would be... I think it might be kind of hard to have that species look correct in real life. Because they, they mm -hmm. kind of did that in... Parts of the prequels, they put the Togruta species in, like uh, one of the other Jedi's in the in like the earlier movies is Shakti, um, and she's a Togruta, and she kind of looks really weird in the prequels. Um, so they would have to change that if that was if they wanted her to be in if they wanted Ahsoka to be in this movie. But, anyways, so those um. those were things that i heard this last week or two that i was pretty excited about yeah i i, I like the idea of her being ray's mom yeah just like because then it could kind of explain why she like remembers this like ship going away and then maybe her mom shows up and it could be cool so do you want her mom to be somebody important or not necessarily okay just maybe had to go work for the empire for the safety of her daughter or something some reason she had to leave yeah 
Oh. Could be interesting. Could be. We'll just have to wait and see. So all this stuff is getting me excited for episode nine, even though it's like 500 and some days away. So I was going to say, it's still like a year and a half away. Yeah, kind of That's all right. frustrating. We can, we can get excited. So talking about Star Wars and Netflix together, um, they have come out with a decent amount of Star Wars movies on Netflix. I guess just the later ones, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but So they just added... Uh, the Last Jedi to Netflix recently. Yes. And they did. so I watched it uh, twice since it's been on Netflix. Um, and you, <laughs> I watched it you once. watched it once pretty recently, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Just today. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, like I was saying earlier, another time when we were talking, I don't know why I found it hard to get through the first time. Maybe it was too late. Maybe I was not in it or whatever i don't know but um i found it kind of hard to get through like to get past like the half hour 45 minute mark um yeah and the second time i kind of felt that way too um but i was more awake i think the second time i was like well i just gotta get past this and i feel like once um i got past that whatever that mark is i don't know everything i mean it was easy for me to watch the rest of it yeah once i feel like once ray like leaves octo luke yeah i feel like it becomes a little bit more interesting yeah. i just get tired of watching them like walk around in the rain and <laughs> yeah exactly like not talk to each other but talk to each other it's just like okay yeah. let's just move on i got here. tired of luke's personality in that part pretty quick yes yeah 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 i don't know why he was like so angry and i don't know yeah didn't love it um so so speaking of angry i kind of want to talk about the last jedi because um i just see a lot of stuff since it just came out on netflix recently i was excited to watch it but i'm reminded of how much people hated the movie and when i'm (laughs) watching it um i just don't understand why people hate it so much i know i mentioned it a little bit in one of my other podcasts about um like it would not be my favorite Star Wars movie, but I just don't understand why people hate it to the point where they wouldn't watch Solo because of the, how The Last Jedi was made. Um, and I mean, my starting off here, my question for you is, do you think that S- Star Wars fans should like the movie, uh, like a Star Wars movie, just like blindly? Or does a Star Wars, a real Star Wars fan, scrutinize every single part of the movie? Or somewhere in between, probably. But I mean, I would say probably somewhere in between. But I feel like if you really like Star Wars, then you would give every movie a chance. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, Although this is coming from the person who doesn't watch Marvel movies. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, I would say that I, I I don't know. I feel like you just give them a chance and see what happens. I don't know. Yeah, and I, um, I mean, I I recommend that I recommend it to people. I mean, I came away from the movie and I enjoyed it. I mean, I liked watching it. I have liked watching it since. I mean, there's some parts mm-hmm. that I was like, uh, I'm not real thrilled about this part of the movie, but I I have that in all of them. You know what I mean? um right. none of them are like super exciting the whole way through 
Um, even like uh, the part where Anakin and uh, Padme go to Naboo and uh, ride on a shack and fall over and laugh and roll in the grass and talk about sand. He's super awkward. <laughs> yeah, talking about sand. And I, just like I hate that part. Stand with my arms behind my back and my legs apart, looking into the sunset <laughs> with my shirt open. <laughs> Precariously left some buttons on uh. the. <laughs> but yeah i don't yeah yes. so there's parts like that in all movies that i mean i don't in all star wars movies and i don't like them any less because of it i mean i feel like if you're a star wars fan you're you find joy in just watching the movies but i don't know right yeah i agree yeah i don't know i think i mean and i i feel like everybody is like well it's not like the other ones and then other people are like it's too much like the other ones <laughs> yeah, and it's exactly. like ah just let them be their storyline that they are yeah i don't know yeah the i think everyone's just trying to figure them out and it's like just watch it one by one i don't know yeah the um i know a lot of people think that it was like too progressive like the new movies are too progressive and yeah. um all the good people are led by female leaders and all the bad people are led by white males and i don't know it's just kind of yeah i don't know how much people get worked people get so worked up about that kind of stuff i'm like well this character is just this character i mean it's just that's just right. the way the movie is why why argue about it you know what i mean why right um Admiral Holdo is in charge. She's a female. What does that have to do with the movie? I don't understand. It's just a person. I, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Anyways, it, so. Nobody. Uh, yeah. I think they just are getting too riled up about everything. And it's like, just enjoy it. Yeah. It seems more annoying to criticize everything. And why does it have to be like the original movies for it to be good? Can it be. Right. Its own thing. I mean, we're trying. I think the whole purpose of this of this of these sequels is to like move on from the original like forget Darth Vader forget uh right what does what does Kylo Ren say um forget the past kill it if you have to you know what I mean it's just like oh yeah we're trying, yeah, yeah. We're trying to move on like this is going to be a new story now you know what I mean so right but everybody who wants who it seems like a lot of people who watch Star Wars are like no I need the original trilogy it needs to be just like that you know, so I don't know. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think people want it to be the same, but that would be boring if it was the same. That's why Jurassic Park is getting annoying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's literally the same story. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. the I liked yeah, it. I really liked it too. I mean, when I watched through it again, I was like, this is good. It's funny. It's got action. It's got your typical star wars type of thing the lightsaber scene with kylo and uh ray and the um and snoke's guards i mean that scene is oh yeah just awesome i like that i part. love that scene um yeah especially when and she throws a lightsaber oh, and he lights it real quick and kills yeah. that last guard yeah and i like i feel like the creativity and the like craziness of the star wars universe is finally like being tapped into right because you go to like you go to canto bite which i had totally forgotten about till i watched it today and that's like a crazy little town right. and then um 
the last place they go, I don't know what the the planet is called, but it's like a snowy planet that has like red sand oh, yeah. and it's like really cool when they take those like rust buckets out. That's what Poe calls them. And then it has like the red sand that's flying up behind them. And it's like you see a lot more different races in this. I don't know. I liked it because it was like I felt like I got expanded out into like new territories right. of yeah. this galaxy far, far away. Crate. Crate is what that planet is called. Crate. Yeah, I think that it's. I think so, it's cool because one thing, yeah, you get to see a lot of different worlds. You see how a lot of these different worlds are. Um, and that's kind of the point of mm-hmm. Star Wars to take you to other places. Um, you know what I mean? That are crazy and different. Yeah. And I thought that planet was especially cool because of the visual effects that it has. And I'm sure that's part of why they right. wanted to use that. But the fact that someone thought that up, they're like, oh, we could have this be a salt planet. And the stuff on top can get pushed away. and It'll be right underneath. and It'll be super stunning to watch and yeah it's cool that people can pick that up imagine that and you know and then make it actually happen it's pretty cool right yeah i like the movie that's what i thought too i think people i would highly recommend for people to still watch the movie um yeah of course i recommend for people to watch all the star wars movies so why would i not recommend this (laughs) and you know what what i remember actually not liking it when i first watch it and here's why and i didn't think about it when i watched it today But I remember when I left the theater feeling like I had spent an hour watching a ship slowly move away from another ship. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you do get that. But then today when I watched it, I didn't feel like that as much. And I think maybe because I knew a little bit more what was going to happen there. Right. Like not entirely, but it felt like a little less like I spent an hour watching a sh- ship slowly moving away from another yeah, ship. Yeah, that part was. So I don't know. Of, maybe that's why people didn't like it. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, yeah, that is going on for a while. and But they do break it up between the Canto Bite scenes and Ray's part on the yeah. island and then going to, um, yeah, going to Snoke's ship. Um, so I thought that part maybe could have been done a little bit differently, but it broke it up enough with other yeah. things that I didn't really mind it too much. Yeah. I just remember really not liking it the first time I watched it, so I don't know. Yeah. The second time I watched this movie, I liked it a lot better than the first yeah. time. Um, so. Yeah. So everyone yeah. should go watch that movie. Definitely. Well. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Netflix. Um, start your Perfect. free trial now. <laughs> <laughs> Click here. Hashtag ad. <laughs> Swipe up on my Insta story. <laughs> That's why I use Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, should we do a random Star Wars fact of the podcast? Yes. Okay. We would be honored if you would join us. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. As you wish. Okay, so we're going to do it a little little bit different this time. Um, For the fact of the podcast i actually found this quite interesting i found these statistics somewhere um and it's kind of like a couple facts but it is what actors got paid for in a new hope in 1977 okay Okay. so it's like the main actors and how much they got paid so i'll start off with the first um statistic that i saw that led me to this article that i found in quora um 
what a website i don't know i'll put the link in the show notes in case other people want to look at this um the article actually showed what they made in um, a new hope compared to what they made in the force awakens but i'm just focused on what they made in a new hope because i find that interesting so james earl jones this is the first statistic i saw james earl jones the voice of darth vader um, was originally paid approximately somewhere between five thousand and seventy-five hundred dollars to voice over Darth Vader. So, I mean, that's not. I mean, for nineteen seventy-seven, that still feels like not very much money. But he also did it in only two hours. He said all the lines in only two hours, and he got paid seventy-five hundred dollars for that. And it's one of the most iconic roles in history, in my opinion. Right. So I thought that was pretty interesting. So I found all these other ones of what people made. Um, so I'll kind of just run down the line here. Um, Harrison Ford, um, who played Han Solo, um, who was kind of a nobody at this point in 1977. He was in one other movie called American Graffiti um, that I know of anyways. Um, but he made $10,000 and no royalties. So for the whole movie, he made $10,000. Um, and that's $1,000 per week. So per week on the set, he made $1,000 per week. And James Earl Jones made 7500 in two hours. <laughs> um, so Mark Hamill, and this number astounds me, but Mark Hamill, who is Luke Skywalker, um, he made $650,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had to read that twice to make sure that was right because it's like so much more than everybody else's. I mean, he's the main character, but still, that's a ton of money. Um, right. Plus 0.025%. So 0.025% of the movie's total profit, as well as revenue on re-releases, TV screenings, and more. So Mark Hamill made a good bit off of A New Hope. <laughs> um, Carrie Fisher, who is Princess Leia, um, she never actually revealed her exact paycheck amount. Um, she did receive the 0.025% of the movie's total profit, as well as revenue on re-releases, TV screenings, and other things. So um, I'm sure she made a good bit of money off of that. Um, but it, according to the article, she missed out big time when she gave up the rights to earning royalties on her likeness, cutting her out of paychecks from all the Princess Leia action figures, lunchboxes, oh, etc. So, yeah, she lost out big there. Yeah, for sure. Alec Guinness, who is Obi-Wan Kenobi, the old okay. Obi- old Ben Kenobi. You might, you might know him as old Ben Kenobi. Oh, okay, old Ben Kenobi. Got it. <laughs> yeah. His attorney, says here, his attorney negotiated the best deal of all of the core cast members. He received 2.25 of the profits, uh, percent of the profits of the movie. Which at the time came to three point three million. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so he made he way more than Mark Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> estimates <laughs> estimates have him making somewhere between fifty to seventy five million over the years just from oh that deal gosh. from nineteen seventy seven. Wow! So yeah, even though he has since passed away, he <laughs> uh, made a pretty good chunk of change on that deal. Um, Peter Mayhew, who is Chewbacca, um, mm. was originally paid $450 per week. So after 12 weeks, he got paid $5,400. Oh, my gosh. And he's also probably one of the most iconic characters in Star yeah. Wars. Everyone knows who Chewbacca is. 
Um, Anthony Daniels, who plays C-3PO, um, his earnings were about 180,000 movies. <laughs> movies. His earnings were about $180,000. Oh, that's pretty um, good. Yeah. But his counterpart, R2-D2, uh, got 7,800 with no royalties. Oh. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Still more than Chewbacca or James Earl Jones. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, but this one's my favorite. And it takes me back to another time um, when I talked about how George Lucas and this guy did not get along. So David oh, yeah. Prowse, who played Darth Vader, um, I'm kind of seeing why David Prowse and George Lucas didn't get along if this statistic is accurate. Um, he only played the body of Darth Vader, so not the voice. He claims that because his voice is not in the production and because of the contract he signed that he has never been paid for his appearance in the original Star Wars movie as a result of, quote, extremely creative Hollywood accounting. (laughs) So if you would ask him, he didn't get any money for the movie. (laughs) So I don't know what the story is there. If he actually didn't, but that would be uh, pretty upsetting being being an in the movies and not getting any money for him. I don't know if the next two movies were the same way, but at least in A New Hope, he wasn't paid. So you have, uh, you have Obi-Wan who's only like the first, like half of the movie. (laughs) And he got, what was it? $3 million in 1977. (laughs) And then David Prowse, who's in the entire movie and, uh, didn't get any money. So that's so crazy. Anyways, I thought that was pretty interesting. That is interesting. And that is your random Star Wars fact of the podcast. Wonderful. The Force will be with you. Always. Um, Okay. So before we wrap it up here, um, I want to talk about one more thing. And that is that I got my first review on Apple Podcasts. Yay! So uh, I got a shout out to Aaron Lehman 8. Ah, sweet. Yeah. I know that person. Um, (laughs) They say five stars. Give it a listen. This podcast makes me happy. So glad it's available. Do yourself a favor and listen to it. You'll smile and you might even learn something. Wow. So, yeah, you might learn something. You like might. you might learn that Mary Kate and Ashley have a sister who has superpowers. Yeah. You never know, you never <laughs> know what you could learn on a sort of Star Wars podcast. So. It's just a random pot of knowledge. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So um Perfect. well i guess that's gonna wrap it up Thank well you, thanks aaron Bob. for your great review by the way yeah yeah thanks aaron you did a <laughs> great chair bear <laughs> yeah keep, chair. Just, just keep giving us good reviews aaron i don't care if i get 50 <laughs> reviews from you alone as long as they're all five stars i'll be happy <laughs> great <laughs> we will we should send her a goodie bag <laughs> yeah um what's in a goodie bag like muffins, well, maybe like a muffins? Yeah, yep, yep, mini muffins. A, pe- a Pez dispenser. Uh, Darth Vader Pez. Pez dispenser. I do have some uh, Luke Skywalker ones and Chewbacca ones. So. Perfect. Put them in there. And then maybe an I Am Riot t-shirt. Yeah, that'd be great. Or yeah, a sort of great. Star Wars podcast t-shirt. Oh, right. <laughs> sort of <laughs> Star Wars. How could you possibly forget that I changed the name of it? Oh, my goodness. It could be a t-shirt that says a sort of Star Wars podcast formerly known as i am riot podcast t-shirt that's what the whole thing should say <laughs> could you just print be, that up real quick 
I don't know. I don't know if I should because if she wore that in public, I mean, there would be people wanting to that t-shirt like crazy, and I couldn't. I just couldn't make them fast enough. It would just be mayhem. So it would mayhem. be absolutely mayhem. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Well, it is now twelve thirty-six. So yes. I guess we should wrap this thing up. Time for bed. Yeah. Thank you, Molly, yeah. for coming on the show. Yeah, always a good time. Yeah, definitely. And um, you can find Molly on Instagram at Molly Lay. Molly Lay. Yeah. M O L L I E L E H. And on Twitter. Wait, that's not my Instagram. Yeah, it is. Oh, oh, and then my Twitter is M Charlay. Right? Yes. How do you know my Twitter handles better than I do? Okay. <laughs> I Which is know. at M S H A R L E H. Right on. So So find Molly there and click to subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag ad. Hashtag uh, guacamole. <laughs> Hashtag Mollister. Hashtag Molly Urethane. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Swipe up. Swipe up. <laughs> and you can find me on social media at Sorta Star Wars. That's at S O R T A Star Wars. And now is that with forget, a Z? Star Wars. Um, not as much as with an S. <laughs> And don't 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 forget to stick around for the sponsor ad. I know some of you are exiting before you hear the sponsor ad, and it's by far the best part of the podcast. It is actually pretty good normally. Yeah, I like normally. it normally. Yeah. Yeah. But once I actually get some sponsors on here, which could be any day now, as soon as Sarasota <laughs> Christian starts calling me up, um, and Netflix, I don't know. <laughs> and Netflix, um, or a Netflix competitor, maybe you know. Yeah. Hulu, Prime Video, get in hashtag. <laughs> hashtag at Prime Video. <laughs> hashtag Voodoo. At Hulu. Hashtag. So many options. <laughs> DNE Jazzed. <laughs> I'm going to get some sweet ads. Uh, Juno. Juno's trying to get some ad space here. Hashtag Zenga. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Tom from MySpace. <laughs> so many good ones all right well all right thanks everyone for joining me and molly (laughs) this week on the podcast um and see us or just me who knows back in two weeks to talk about more things star wars and non-star wars related be safe be courteous bye bye This has been episode 013 of A Sorta Star Wars Podcast, brought to you in part by Scott Single Ply Bath Tissue. Take care of your family with Scott Single Ply Bath Tissue, now America's thinnest toilet tissue. Enjoy more roll changes and more fecal matter on your hands at every visit to the bathroom. Each toilet paper roll contains 1,000 sheets and dissolves quickly, so it's kinder to your plumbing, safe for the sewer and septic systems, and still rough enough to use as sandpaper. You can even use it in your RV, boat, or birdhouse projects. Get the performance you want from a brand you can trust with Scott Single Ply Bath Tissue. 
now available in 60, 100, and 220 grit. Find it at your local supermarket or hardware store.